There we go. Hello and welcome or welcome back to Teen Life Podcast. Today I'm here with special guest Wayne Butler from Wayne Butler Comedy. And he's on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. We will be talking about his career as a comedian and how it has helped me for one. And I'm sure so many other people have brighter and happier days. Let's get right into it. Question number one for Wayne is, have you always wanted to be a comedian? I believe so. I mean, I was always the class clown when I was in school. Uh, I don't to be. I kind of wanted to be a, uh, a teacher, a high school teacher, but I've always been doing comedy. Once I started doing stand-up comedy, that was it. That's when I knew that, okay, this is what I want to do. I like making people laugh and getting their reactions. Yeah. What made you decide to be a comedian? Hey, Cam. It actually stemmed from... Uh, Cam and I have been doing uh, like comedy skits and since about 2017 on Musical.ly before it was TikTok. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she just kind of fell out of it. She didn't want to do it anymore. She's a teenager. So, you know, she got involved in school and relationships and not, she just didn't want to do the, uh, the social media thing anymore. So I came up with, Hey, Cam, so I could kind of still get that videos going, but without her really being totally involved because before she would actually be have lines and a whole entire comedy skit. I don't know if you've seen our older videos in my reels or tiktoks i don't uh, think i've had, seen like, any of the older ones beyond like a year to a year and a half we had planned out skits we had thanos dad where i was like her dad and i was thanos and making her boyfriends disappear we had breakfast man there's all kinds of stuff you go on our tiktok and you go like scroll down uh you'll find a lot of skits that aren't that have nothing to do with dad jokes but anyway once she fell out of it i was just like all right i started doing dad jokes by myself in the backyard and they, they did okay, but I was like, I think this would be better if we got her reaction. And her reactions are genuine still to this day. She doesn't know what the joke is. Even though it may be a, a planned like attack, she doesn't know. It's not 100% staged. She doesn't know the joke. She doesn't know the uh, punchline. She just knows I'm coming because you can't really just barge into a 17-year-old girl's room. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could definitely have its issues. <laughs> and a lot of people are always like, why don't you ever knock? You're such an ass. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I always tell her, hey, you ready to do a dad joke? You know, I got a new joke. I just wrote this yesterday, whatever it is. And she's like, no, I don't want to do it. Leave me alone. Or, all right, cool, let's try it. So it yeah. just depends. But I never I never just run in on her room. That doesn't happen. <laughs> so hopefully your listeners know that. And yeah. But yeah, that's how, that's how Hey Kim came about. Her not wanting to do videos and me still wanting to continue. And now... You know, because of the popularity that we got with Hey Cam, way more than we did with skits, uh, we went viral on a lot of circuits like Lad Bible. She's interested again. What do you know? <laughs> yeah, that kind of leaded into the next question about like, how do you guys come up with your guys' material for the Hey Cam jokes? Or how do you come up with the material? Oh, I write it all. I'm like Eminem. I just sit in my room, bed all day with a dictionary. No, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of my jokes I find on Google 
Reddit. I used to get a lot of my jokes off Reddit. People send me jokes, like fans all the time. Hey, this joke, and I said it like, uh, I don't know if you notice, I always put in the comments, thanks for the inspiration, so-and-so, if I use one of their jokes. People DM me jokes all the time. And it's good because sometimes I don't have material. A lot of the time, especially nowadays, I make my own, like this dim sum one I made myself, this recent joke, either based off of another joke I saw or just off the top of my head. So lately I've been writing jokes because I'm trying to become more, you know, original. But yeah, the, the thing that's funny about dad jokes is like a lot of people, if you got fit dad, you got Scott prop and roll, you have dad jokes. Uh, I don't know if you know, dad says jokes that, that page dad says jokes they've got over two million instagram followers you see them um i've seen them a couple times but not very often every single joke that dad says joke uses is from reddit in fact when i used to go to reddit and use jokes from them i would always see the joke that i was just planning on using on dad says jokes like 10 minutes later so they literally just go to reddit and they find out the most popular jokes and they use it and there's nothing wrong with that. Dad said jo- dad jokes, I mean, are meant to be used and, and shared. But a lot of people don't understand that, like, dad jokes, it's very, very uncommon to find an original dad joke. Anytime anybody uses a dad joke, it's probably recycled. Yeah. Who are some comedians being a stand-up you look comedian. up I'm sorry, say that again, please. I'm saying it's it's different than being a stand-up comedian. When you do stand-up comedy, you have to be original. Otherwise, you're going to be a hack, right? Yeah. And you don't want that. Yeah. Who are some comedians that you look up to? What's that? Who are some comedians that you look up to? (sighs) My, I like Mitch Hedberg. He's one of probably my favorite comedian. He's not no longer with us. He died of a heroin overdose. But if you ever heard Mitch Hedberg, he's a one-liner comedian. I definitely recommend looking him up. H-E-D-B-E-R-G, Mitch. Um, but he has like almost dad jokes. They're just like one-liner. Like he's like, I'm going to go, next time I take a test, I'm going to go in a restaurant because the customer is always right. That kind of stuff. <laughs> it's really funny. And it's just really easy. You know, his delivery is great. He's always just sitting there in shades. Love Mitch Hedberg. I don't know if you know Nick Swartzen. You watch a lot of Adam Sandler movies. He's that goofy guy that's like in every movie. But um, Nick Swartzen is a lot of inspiration. Yeah, I think I know who he is. And I watch a lot of Adam Sandler. So, yeah. To do comedy. Uh, he had this special called Seriously Who Farted. And that just kind of made me want to get on stage. I was like, well, this guy is a complete idiot. So I can do this. <laughs> He's hilarious, too. You got to be funny. Obviously, you can't just be an idiot. Um, he's in uh, Grandma's Boy. He's in a lot of stuff. If you look him up anyway. But definitely Nick Swartzen, Mitch Hedberg. I just, um, I, I watch a lot of comedy. Just to kind of get an idea of, uh, there's so many different ways to do comedy. My comedy, like when I do stand up again, is no, has nothing to do with dad jokes. And it's not like, um, one-liner comedy it's more about talking about my family talking about you know like when camden was three years old and like funny stories it's it's a whole like um different ball game if you ever watch my stand-up we do plan on hopefully doing stand-up or going on tour that would be amazing and then we'll probably do hey cam on tour that would be cool but we'll also we'll get into my normal stand-up yeah 
like what Camden when she most... was um sorry I'll tell you when Camden she, she was three years old she fell off the bed and she broke her collarbone and she was like crying screaming as anybody would after breaking a bone right mm-hmm. and her dad her mom was like we gotta go to the hospital we gotta go to the hospital and I was like don't you just want to go to Walmart you know I get you any toy you want it's two o'clock in the morning whatever you want you want you want a power wheels i'll buy you walmart i just don't want to go to the hospital right now it's two in the morning i'm tired i had no idea obviously that she broke a bone at that point so i felt like a horrible day i mean she was yeah. just crying and screaming but she fell off the bed into a pile of clothes like what is she made out of pretzels i don't know how <laughs> the frick you break a bone like that yeah idea <laughs> what has been the most memorable moment of your career so far the memorable moments of what? The of your career. Sorry, you're breaking up. Sorry. What has been the most memorable moment of your career so far? Okay. Say that again. What has been the most memorable moment of your career so far? I'm not getting it. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I should be good. I um, don't know why. Let's go to the next question. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you weren't a comedian, what job would you have? Sales. I've been in sales my whole life. I was a manager of sales companies. I would travel around all over the country, training sales teams. I love closing sales. Not necessarily car sales but just sales in general i would be in sales or i would have my own business i don't like working for somebody i i'm not good at it if i had any job where i worked at walmart or something and i've seen people get talked to a certain way by their bosses there's no way i could handle that not for the price not for the amount of money they make you know what i mean like i don't get it like i was at burger king once and some lady was just like you guys are just like making this other girl feel like crap and I told her, I was like, what's wrong with you? You're managing a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Calm down there, you know? Step off your throne. This girl's like 16 years old. She's making $10, maybe $7, $8 an hour. I couldn't do it. I can't work for someone else. I've always, pretty much since I was 18, been working for myself. So I would probably have my own business. Yeah. Either sales or marketing or something like that. Yeah, what would you say the best thing about your job, like your current comedian job is? To be good. Or I'd be a teacher. Okay. Say that again, please. Say that again. Um, what's the best thing about your job right now? Someone sounds like you're, you're underwater. This is the Underwater Podcast with Jonathan Ball. Whoa. <laughs> uh bad thing about what I do? No, what's the best thing? What's the good thing? What's the best thing? Oh, the best things. Um I would say being able to spend every day with my family. I don't leave the house anymore, let alone leave the country. I spend a lot of times on the road. I would be on the road sometimes for, you know, two weeks straight. I missed a lot of Camden's growing up. So it's really cool that I'm home. And that's probably why we're so close now, you know? 
Yeah. <clears throat> but being home with the family, being able to do what you love. I mean, that's what, that's the dream, isn't it? Being able to, I make a living annoying my daughter. I'm sure a lot of dads can't say that. Yeah, for sure. It'd definitely <laughs> be nice to be able to do what you love for a living. Yeah. I mean, whatever your dream is, if you can do it for a living, do it. And then what I've realized, especially with like the pandemic and everything going on is do it seriously. Just do everything you can to do that. Don't settle for what you can. I did that for a long time. I settled for what I was doing because I figured, you know, this is the only way I can take care of my family, but that's not true. If you really put your, your best foot forward, the first time that quarantine hit, do you remember that in March when it was like for real? And yeah, nobody could was, leave their house. Yeah, that was insane. That was intense, right? Yeah. But what we did, we just built blanket forts and ate crappy food. And, <laughs> and we, we took advantage of it. But at that time, I lost my job. I was still doing the traveling sales thing, but obviously airports weren't going anywhere and, and traveling was a, not a thing. So I totally lost my job. Um, it's still starting to pick up again, but I don't want to do it. I don't need to do it, which is great. But because of that, I had to force myself, not just like put myself in the position to where it's like, I can make this work. I had to force myself to make social media work, whether it be my comedy, my upcoming music. Don't don't make fun of it. It's parody. Don't worry. Supposed to make fun (laughs) of it. Uh, You know, writing, whatever it is, I just had to force myself to make it work. And that's another way that Hey Cam came about because we really didn't start doing Hey Cam until around that time. We started doing more skits. They weren't really working. So we started this whole dad joke series. And here we are. But that's the yeah, thing. That, like, um, they always say, like, what's that quote? You know, pretend like you have nothing to lose. That I was at that point where I had nothing to lose. And that's really how you make stuff happen. Yeah. What has been the biggest struggle you have had during your career? Uh, I mean, you always have to, the thing about this business is you have to 24 hours a day, you know, seven days a week, you have to be ready to do something. You have to keep everybody happy. I lose followers. You wouldn't believe how many followers I probably lose like 900 used to, you lose like 915 followers a day. It's so easy. They just leave. They get bored. You know, they decide they don't like you anymore. So you have to constantly be keeping people happy and active and uh, that that's difficult because, you know, you, you really don't get a break in this business. I've got two podcasts, a Patreon, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Likey, three live streams. Just It's just constant. Um, and then, of course, at the beginning, you're going to be struggling money-wise because you don't make much money on social media if you don't have a fan base or if you don't have people listening to your podcast or whatever. You know what I mean? watching your movies it's very similar to being a musician or an actor nobody's listening to your music you're not going to be a musician nobody's watching your movies you're not going to be an actor so i would say at the beginning i mean we were really struggling money wise obviously because we didn't have a job and we're trying to figure out how to make it work but it all just came into place you get all kinds of things happening uh later on i guess if you continue it but i'd have to say money yeah, that's definitely a struggle. Thankfully for me, because I'm young, I don't really have to worry about money right now because I don't have any bills or anything. But yeah, yeah. that's always nice. Yeah. But you still got to answer to mom and dad. 
<laughs> what advice would you give your past self regarding comedy? What, as far as like <clears throat> doing what they want to do? Like, just like, what advice would you give yourself? Like, I mean, how to become, like, would you change anything that you did back in the past when you were starting off comedy or would you just go the same route as you did? Oh, well, I mean, I say this all the time. I don't know if you ever got been on my live stream. People ask me, you know, this is so important. Be yourself. Like 100%. I, I, everybody falls into the trends. I've done it. I've fallen into the, especially on social media. You're like, oh, this new cowboy stupid ass dance, you know, next to the car. Remember that? Oh, we yeah. got to do it. We got to do that because everybody else is doing it. And you do it and okay, you trend, but it's not you. You don't really want to do that. If you are going to do that, then you got to make it you, you know, make sure that, that it's your personality, but definitely be you. Like uh, it's really easy to fall into trends. It's really easy to fall in the trap of being someone else, especially in this industry. Be proud of, of who you are and do you be you as far as like, if you are a crazy crackhead comedian, people are like, what the hell is this guy on? that's me then do it be that guy or gal because i mean it doesn't matter at the end of the day people are going to judge you regardless of what you do people are going to judge you if you're successful i get more haters and trolls than anything now you know it's funny people will judge you whether you're you're um just starting out or you're super successful because they're always going to want what you don't have or they're always going to be jealous so at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Be you and be proud of you. Yeah, I've only had a few instances where I've gotten hate. And that, yeah, that can really suck. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna, I get so many people in my comments. You know, I don't know if you saw my story recently. It just, I ignore it. Yeah, that know? hate you just got, I saw in your story, it was like, like 20 hours ago or something, your post. And of course, Camden's gorgeous, so a lot of weirdos <laughs> comment. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's just, I mean, she takes after her mother. Of course, she's gorgeous. And a little bit of me, but mostly her mother. My hair, yeah. basically. <laughs> Having to like, read the comments about your daughter. Right. We will see mother soon. Um, the, tell, I don't know how many uh, podcast listeners you, you have, but I'll tell you, if, you, if she gets to 100,000 followers on Instagram, real followers, not bots. We just had to get rid of a whole bunch of bots. Then my wife is doing a face reveal and she's going to start being in videos, which I think is going to take our page to the next level. Mm -hmm. Or if we get 500 patrons on Patreon, those are the two uh, things. I'm just mentioning that because a lot of people are asking for a face reveal. But I mean, at the same time, we like the mystery. Don't you like the mystery? Yeah, I think it's I think it's fun because I still have never because like you've never seen her who like what she looks like. So, yeah, it's definitely it leaves you guessing. I like it. It's like Marshmallow. If Marshmallow ever just took off his mask, showed his face, he wouldn't be as interesting. I don't think. Yeah, I remember you said before that you guys had you talked about a potential comedy tour. So that was actually my next question. If you had talked about it or if you had any like ideas about when. Stand up? So we said stand up? Like, a, yeah, just a comedy tour or a stand up tour or whatever. 
Uh, we have no idea, honestly. I mean, uh, that's not going to be for a while. We'll probably have to be hitting the half a million or million point of, of fans, you know. Um, I have management, so let's see what they get into. But I, I live in Las Vegas, and we have there's a place that does open mic every night. So I'll probably start doing stand up pretty soon myself, just to get on stage and see people's reactions before I make it a full tour, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I probably wouldn't be looking till, you know, twenty twenty four, twenty twenty three, maybe, for that. It's gonna take a while to build yeah. up to that. Uh, we'll see how this rap does. <laughs> so right now, I'm I'm writing this dad joke rap. Hopefully, that'll be done by the end of this month. That'll be great to see. Yeah, we'll have to play it by ear. Yeah. What is your backup plan for comedy in the case that Cam, like Cam, I'm sorry, moves away? I don't have one. I'm going to follow her. No, I mean, I I probably would just stick to the stand-up thing. If, I mean, she goes to college or whatever, starts her modeling career, whatever she decides to do, then I probably, by that time, one of two things is going to happen. One, my wife's going to be in video, so I can just annoy her. And it'll be like, hey, Kim and Tyler, who's friends of mine from Ireland, where we basically just roast each other uh, on camera. And B, we might be living in a van at that point, my wife and I. Camden's going to go do her own thing. Uh, Alice and I are going to be traveling around the country in a van. And that's going to turn more into a YouTube comedy vlog where we just go hit up all the food spots and camping spots and hiking and stuff. So that could be the next turn for Hey Cam. Van life, comedy, tour. There's my tour. (laughs) Except (laughs) it'll be like, you know, virtual. Yeah. What's a fun fact? I really don't know what's going on in the world. So I have to wait until it, whatever the hell happens, zombies attack or whatever's next. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you never know. I mean, be prepared, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, what's a fun fact most people probably don't know about you? A fun fact? Yeah. <sighs> hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I'm deaf in my right ear. That's very well, interesting. Uh, I had meningitis when I was two. I went into a coma, woke up two weeks later, deaf in my right ear. So I haven't had hearing in my right ear uh, forever. But so I'm working on, on that too. Uh, my, left, my left ear is fine. But yeah, meningitis is a bacterial infection. It's pretty brutal. It put me in a coma for two weeks. And I woke up on Christmas Day, just like Jesus. Boom. <laughs> But no hearing in my right ear, unfortunately. It could have been way worse. I know people that have died from it. And I know people that have, you know, been brain dead, all kinds of things. So deaf in the right ear is cool. I can take it. It really hasn't affected me until like later in life. Now it's kind of like, eh. Uh, but it's getting better. As far as, not my right ear, obviously, my left ear. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a fun fact. Yeah, it's really interesting. I would never have guessed that. (laughs) 
Yeah, what's any final advice you give to teens listening at home regarding making goals and chasing their dreams? You're echoing. Um, what's any final advice you give to teens, like regarding making goals and chasing their dreams? I wish there was freaking text on here. Yeah, let's see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is this the question that we missed last time? No, this is the final one. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't really text. The final advice for teens regarding making goals and chasing their dreams. <clears throat> well, like I said at the beginning, definitely be yourself. Um, it, I don't know if you ever saw like that interview with Bo Burnham, but it's kind of funny because he's like, you know, Christina Aguilera and everybody's like, chase your dreams. You can do it. You know, that's just not true. All right. It's like, it's true. Like Bo Burnham said it the best. Um, there's a lot of luck involved because, you know, anybody can, can push to do what they want to do, but you still have to get lucky. We got lucky with the, with the Hey Cam series. Cause really we were doing what we wanted to do before, but nobody was seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but definitely uh, work hard. Work hard and push hard to uh, to achieve your dreams. It sounds so cliche. <laughs> work hard and, you know, just you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. it you know, it's kind of true. If you 100% focus, put your mind to it and just, like, like I said at the beginning, it's not worth doing something just because you have to you know it's better to do something because you want to it's better to uh, go to work every day and, and smile like Gary V says if you're not going to work every day and smiling then you're doing it wrong so definitely make sure you're doing what you want to do and if you aren't how you can be doing what you want to do um, I don't know if you know this story but Jim Carrey we all know who that is yeah, He has a really good speech where he talks about his father, who was an accountant. And every day he went to work and he hated his job. But he was hilarious. He was a really funny comedian, just like his son, Jim. But he didn't want to pursue his dreams because he was afraid because he had to pay for his house and his kids and all that. So he went to work every day as a boring accountant and he died an accountant. So Jim Carrey's definitely like, you know, do what you want to do. Follow your dreams. And Jim Carrey. He took his comedy to the next level and he went out there. You have to work. That's the thing. Eminem was an, is an amazing rapper, but he had to go out there and continuously embarrass himself and go to rap Olympics until he was finally seen by Dr. Dre. You know, that's a lot of work, but it can yeah. definitely be achieved if you go out there and you just give it 110%. Give it your all. Yeah. But also there's luck involved. Kind of like winning the lottery and working really hard <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today, Wayne. And I hope you guys have a great week. And I hope you have a rest great rest of your day. And make sure to follow him on his socials. And hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And make sure to check in next week. Bye.